Welcome to the DSB Leadership Speaking Podcast, where my twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here, on the DSB Leadership Speaking Podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the DSB Leadership Speaking Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to our next episode on our DSB Leadership Speaking. We are very excited to be here. I'm your co-host, Danny, uh, the Danny DSB, Danny S. Brown, and of course, my twin brother, identical twin, David S. Brown, the other half of the DSB Leadership Group. Today, we're going to talk about something that's very interesting, strategies for conquering your nerves. I think every time we think about public speaking, we look at these great speakers and we tell ourselves, they never get nervous, do they? So today, we're going to talk a little bit about what it takes, what are the strategies, what should we look at? How can we conquer our nerves? Dave? I appreciate you sharing that, Dan. It's so true. People ask all the time, do you ever get nervous? You've done so many weddings, over almost 60 weddings, and you've done all these sermons, and you've done all these public speaking events. Do you ever get nervous? I would be lying if I said no. I do have the same challenge that most people do. You have to conquer your nerves. Yep. And so here's the thing I will share. These are some of the strategies that I teach and I train organizations and individuals on, if they want to be great effective communicators, they have to learn to manage their nerves. The first thing I talk about is they've got to know the topic. Preparation, preparation, preparation. There's a difference between being thrown on the spot, not being prepared, versus someone who's prepared, they've done their homework, they know the material, there's a drastic difference. If you want to conquer nerves, you've got to know your material. You've got to know what you're talking about. You've got to be passionate about your material. You've got to care about your material. You want to be able to come across as a subject matter expert. Even if you're not the expert, I'm not saying you've got to pretend to know everything, but you've got to be well-versed, knowledgeable enough to where you can speak with credibility, where you can speak with authority, and that's going to help you to be able to conquer your nerves because the better prepared you are, the better you're going to be able to deliver that information to the audience and the better be able to present yourself in a way where you could be perceived as someone who knows what they're talking about. If you want to conquer nerves, the first thing I always tell people is know your material. Dan, this is one of the things I teach on. What's another aspect of conquering nerves? What would you say? Uh, there's so many areas in my life I can talk about business. Uh, it's from being a sales leader. I can also speak about uh, being a coach, coaching my high school and coaching the college football team, uh, community college team. We, people don't see a lot of the work it takes on the background, a lot of the planning that we do. Right. I'm very nervous. Every game I'm nervous, but I can't show my players that. Right. I cannot show them that I'm nervous. But what I do is I spend hours and this is this is i would tell you you have to have a great relationship with your spouse because coaching football is such a such a time-consuming task yeah that it, it strains your relationship every day after practice i'm spending four five six hours looking at game film looking at every single game film of our opponent 
Then I'm looking at every single aspect of the game film for every formation that they run, mm. what they look like, how they work, where should our feet be? Where should we be? Our placements be what, what formation should we have ourselves? What should we be running to have the highest percentage chance of winning, winning on offense, winning on defense, winning on special teams. So I would say outside of the hour and a half, two hours a day that we are coaching the, the student athletes, we will be right back after this short break. You've heard the rumblings. You even thought about starting your own. But how? Everybody knows podcasting is the fastest and best way to get your message out and grow your business all at once. Although everybody knows this, nobody showed you what to do. Well, Podcast Nation is ready to do all the heavy lifting for you while you just deliver your message and grow. Join the nation and start your podcast today. Text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and make them hear your voice. hear what I hear? That's the sound of your tribe, your audience, your people. That's the sound of your nation. The people who love to hear the sound of your voice as you bring your special message to them in your very own podcast. How do you get it to them? Let us handle that. We're Podcast Nation, and we make sure they hear your voice. Podcast Nation is a full-service podcasting firm that does all of the hard work for you so that you can be the talent and get your message to your people. Just text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and talk to one of our staff on how you can get started with your very own Done For You podcast. Or go to podcastnation.com and get started today. That's P-O-D-K-A-S-T nation.com. Your people are waiting on you. Make them hear your voice. Podcast Nation. Welcome back to the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. I spend probably five hours a day doing game analysis, putting together game film, all this stuff. Why? Because I want to make sure that my players do not see me nervous. So yeah. there's a lot of preparation that takes place. A lot of things that you don't see on a Saturday, you don't see on a Sunday, but there's a lot of work that took place in the background. So don't want to take up too much more time, but I will tell you that help me overcome a lot of these nerves is a lot of preparation. Help me overcome a lot of the nerves when I travel and I speak all over the, all over the globe. Uh, a lot of preparation. Yeah. Just like you stated. And I appreciate sharing that. It's so true. I mean, it doesn't matter what avenue or industry or sector you're in. The best leaders and those who are taking the stage or commanding the pulpit, these are the ones who take the time to prepare, prepare, prepare. Yeah. And yes, God bless your wife for being so patient, letting you coach all those years and the amount of work you have to put in. That's amazing. And part of that preparation process is really organization. If you're all over the map speaking, if you don't know how to transition from point A to point B, you're, you, you're more apt to be flustered and discouraged. And that's where nerves can come in. Yeah. You've got to be organized. So part of that preparation, Dan, is organization. You've got to be organized. You've got to know where you're going, 
what, what you're going to do to take your audience literally on a journey, on a ride. And so organization is the most important thing you do. And we talk about this and we'll actually highlight this in a future episode about how do we organize a speech? How do we construct the right type of presentation? How do we use PowerPoints or slides? Organization is so vital in order to help master any type of speaking anxiety you might have. Um, you also highlighted this as a coach. What are you looking for when you're looking at your football team? You're looking for certain aspects of them practicing certain plays. I remember, and then you might remember this, we were around 12 years old, we were playing football. I was playing quarterback at the time and I ran the wrong play. And I remember the coach talking about, Dave, you messed up the play, you're the quarterback. They open up certain holes for you, blah, blah, blah. We're gonna run this play again and again and again and again. And he even told our defense, Dave's going to run this play. And I kept getting crushed. I'm like, why am I getting killed here? He said, because I want you to practice and practice and practice and not be afraid to hit that hole when you need to hit that hole as a, for a running back, uh, as a wide, uh, quarterback playing that running sweep. And you got to be able to do that over and over again until it gets to the point where it's natural. It's almost instinctive. It's like clockwork. That's the whole point of doing things over and over and over. That's why practice is so key. As a speaker, what helps me with conquering nerves is I practice. I'm speaking in front of the mirror. I'm recording myself pretending to give that speech so that when I go out there and I take that stage, it's like an instinct. It's like natural. It's just something I'm used to doing because I've taken the time to practice everything I'm doing. Practice the stories I'm going to use. Practice how I'm going to use the slides and integrate technology into my presentation. Practice, practice, practice. I agree with you on that one, Dave. I think um, when you think it, talk about being organized, yeah, I can tell you so many times our, our speaker would get up in front of the audience and their PowerPoint presentation is not working. Mm. Their clicker is not working. They can't advance to the next slide. Um, where they're standing in the podium, the projector is hitting them on the back of their head. <laughs> All this stuff would have been a little bit better for them if they had a little bit of organization. Uh, just a little bit. And I tell you what, it'll calm a lot of nerves. Just mm. doing the basic prep work, being organized, having your notes in order, having your speaking topics to, in order to match your flow of conversation, to match the presentations, to match the transition from one topic to the next topic. If you do all that together, that'll take away a lot of nervousness. Yeah, it does. You're right. I'm so glad you pointed that out. And it's essential that we follow our own script, right? We talk about the game plan, following the game plan so that we can be successful. Here's another thing that I would talk about when it comes to conquering your nerves. I want to say you got to challenge your own belief system. Yeah. Just as if you're listening to someone prepare for a speech, the best thing you can do is challenge the way you even look at yourself before you speak. Challenge mm. the way you think about not only your presentation, but about who you are as a person, about your character. I think if we can reframe our mindset, it can help us to dispute some of the false statements that we tell ourselves every day. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Dan, one of my keynote speeches is entitled, Tell Yourself the Truth. Why is this important? Because nobody will lie to you more than you lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you don't challenge your thinking, if you don't shift the way you look at yourself, it's going to affect your ability to give and really lay out that topic or that presentation, you've yeah. got to challenge your own belief system. You know, when you're anxious, when you're feeling flustered, challenge the way you think, 
Why are you thinking that way? Why do you feel like you're that person? You've been chosen for a reason. You've been asked to deliver for a reason. They need to hear your voice. They need to know what you're going to say. You've got to challenge yourself with what we call cognitive reframing. Mm -hmm. Take the negative statements and actually reframe it and make it positive and make it accurate and make it true. I'm never gonna be six foot five inches. That's just the truth. But if I keep telling myself that's the reason why I'm failing, it's going to affect my ability to deliver an incredible, impactful, informative, inspiring message. I might only be five eight, five eight and a half. If I'm giving myself a little bit more because I haven't had my haircut in a while, maybe five nine. But I've got to learn to look at the positive side of everything. So it's important that I challenge any negative beliefs. That is a crucial component in my mind of conquering nerves. So there's an exercise I give where I actually will have those that I'm coaching, those that I'm training, write out what they say about themselves. And then next to it on the next line, the next column, what they should say about themselves. Mm. Mm. Love that aspect, Dave. I think uh, when you think about writing all that out and then you write the truth next to it. Yep. yep. It is so, it is so amazing. Even with our, our, our children, I tell my kids this all the time. My daughter's like, I can't ride my bike. So mm. at my five-year-old, she's been riding her bike for a while now, but she's like, I can't do it, dad. We don't need training wheels. We're going straight. We're going to make it. We're going straight for this. But dad, I need, no, we're going to do this. You're going to be riding a bike Ooh. in less than five days. Right? So she, she's like, I, I can't do this. I don't believe it. I said, look, every time you say I can't do something, I want you to say I can. Mm. Well, dad, I, I can't ride a bike. Say, I can ride a bike. I just need more practice. Nice. Well, dad, I, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I don't know what to do. I can't. No, I can. And I guarantee it, it didn't take five days. She was riding a bike by day two. Awesome. By day two. Awesome. Because a lot of times I say, I'm holding on to you, babe. I got it. I'm holding on to the back. I'm running with you. Not even touching the bike. <laughs> and then I guarantee when she found out that I let go, she said, Dad, I can do this. I can do this. I told you you can do this. You have to say that. So for our speakers, it's very important to write down all of our negative statements mm. and then write down the truth behind it, the positive. Yes. And every single day, read the truth. Yep. Just read it over and over and over again. And the truth, it doesn't have to become true because it is true. Yes. You'll start believing it. That's what, that's what, I, that's what yeah. I really see and I feel. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm so glad that your daughter was one able to trust your leadership in that. But then at the end of the day, she started believing because you told her to tell herself the truth. Yep. That she can do something versus I can't do something. Yep. And actually this leads into the next strategy for helping people conquer their nerves. And the next strategy is simple. It's learning to visualize <clears throat> the power to visualize success. What you are doing for your daughter, you are teaching her how to look not only at herself, but looking at the outcome of what would happen if she actually started riding her bike. And so we do this exercise where we're sitting in small groups and we'll actually have people talk through their speech or talk mm -hmm. through their topic. We want them to visualize everything. It's kind of like in the beginning of that, that movie Cars that your kids mm -hmm. probably seen and mine did a long time ago, where Lightning McQueen, in the very beginning of the movie, you see these, these flashes of cars racing and he goes, feel it, 
feel it. I'm at the starting line. I'm at the starting line. I can see it. And he just visualizes the entire race before the race even starts. That's the power of visualization. And so I want people, speakers, students, all alike, to be able to go, how do I see myself delivering this speech? How do I see myself delivering this presentation? And when you learn to visualize success, when you learn to visualize that goal, it actually will help you to overcome nerves because you're thinking about the outcome more than you're thinking about that butterfly stirring in your stomach, right? That's why it's so important. You, I think it was, um, I don't know what it was. I think it was like maybe the beginning of the year or, or sometime last year, you and I were having the same conversation about athletes mm -hmm. and how they will exercise and they'll train and that there, there has been scientific study that show them that if they can sit down and visualize that race and what happens is they're, they're visualizing the air, they're mm -hmm. visualizing the temperature, the weather, the people, the, the crowd, the yes. competitors next to them, they're visualizing sitting down in the blocks, yep. getting that breathing going. Loosen up that muscles, getting, getting ready to go. And they sit down the blocks, the gun goes off, and they start running the race. In their mind, they're visualizing everything. And they were able to set up these connectors to their brain and show that their body's actually going through this. Yeah. It, it, it's just amazing how your mind is so strong that you can visualize winning a race, visualize a competition, visual, visualizing, exercising. Yeah. And it's almost just as, eff as effective as if when you did it. Yep. So all the time when you're sitting down, you're about to give a presentation, you're about to give a speech. Even when uh, I was going to ask my wife to marry me, or you asked your wife to marry you, <laughs> we, we, we looked in our mind, we, there's so many things that could go wrong. Yep. But we had to sure. visualize, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to wear these clothes because she said I look good in them. We're going to go to this restaurant because she likes this type of food. She loves this flower. So I know this great flower shop. I want to make sure I get all these flowers, the flowers that she liked, the right colors that she likes. And I'm visualizing all the aspect of that day to where she says I do. Mm. And the same thing with speeches. Even when I'm sure. speaking in a room, a thousand, a thousand people, I visualize what the room would look like, what the room would smell like, mm -hmm. what would sound like the people's faces, what I will look like when I first walk on the stage, every aspect of it. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that anyone who does that exercise, they will see a big difference in conquering that nervous. Right. Right. And I appreciate sharing that, Dan. It's so funny. You mentioned just what we went through to ask our then girlfriends to become our wives Mm -hmm. And every aspect you had to visualize, you had to think through how is it going to be successful? Of course, she's going to have to say yes. And the flowers, <laughs> I, I almost missed. I proposed to my wife, Leslie, on a ferry right there. And, uh, uh, and I remember the flower shop, I ordered the flowers ahead of time and they weren't back from their break. The flower shop was closed and I was waiting on them. I was getting a call, Dave, hurry up. The boat's going to take off. You get to hurry up. Hurry. And I was pretty down to the docks there. <laughs> and I was like, no, but I had to visualize what it would look like to get on my knees, what it would look like to propose. You and I did have that conversation, Dan. And I, as a matter of fact, I used that in a presentation that I gave and I talked about the importance of visualization 
and how we've got to slow down in order to go forward with success. Mm. And there was actually a study done, and then you got these sports science companies, and they did a study on the fastest man in the world, same boat. Mm. And they talked about how they had to slow down the mechanics of his running and that how he would learn to measure every aspect of his race, mm. how he came out the blocks, when he moved in his strides. And what they discovered is that a lot of these competitors, they were slowing down as they were getting close to the finish line. And then they had to try to pick it up. He actually was getting faster as he was going through the finish line. It was amazing. And it was all about visualization, understanding. Don't worry about the competitors around you. What is it going to take for you to win your race? The power of visualization. And this man became the greatest sprinter, fastest sprinter, because he learned how to slow down the race to visualize every aspect, 10, 20, 30, 40 meters until he got to the 100. He knew what it was going to take to win. So that's why it was so important. Here's the thing I want to share about conquering nerves. Here's another area I want to talk about. And this is so important. And it's called breathing. Mm. Learning to relax your body, learning to control your breathing. This is so vital for conquering nerves. You'll have people that are, that are panicking, they're having an anxiety attack, and what is being told to them, it's breathe. Learn to breathe, learn to calm your breathing. And so I talk to my clients all the time about breathing techniques to find which of these type of breathing techniques will best match and support them. And mm -hmm. so it might start off as something as simple as three, 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 or four, four, four. And basically what it is, is that you're inhaling through your mouth, three, uh, through your nose rather, three seconds or four seconds. You're holding that breath in for three or four seconds, then you're breathing out through your mouth three or four seconds. And it might look something as simple as this. And then I have them repeat that over and over and over. And what they find is that it actually starts to relax the body, relax mm. the mind and they learn to breathe in through their nose three or four seconds, hold it for three or four seconds, and then they breathe out three or four seconds. And what they find is that their whole body starts to relax. Typically, you could do this while you're standing up or you could do it while you're sitting down. But what is important is learning to just empty yourself. And this is a way to conquer nerves. Yeah. So for all those out there that say, well, Dave, I, you don't know my situation. You don't know how, how weirded out I get. I freak out on the stage. I get all nervous and I get so overwhelmed with these emotions. Learning to practice breathing exercises, implementing these type of breathing strategies and techniques will actually help you when you're starting to feel anxious, when you're starting to feel nervous, it will actually calm your body down. Breathing is so essential. I know it sounds weird, but when people are panicking, they're going through something, they tend to forget they have to actually breathe. Yeah. <laughs> we will be right back after this short break.
You've heard the rumblings. You've even thought of starting your own. But how? Everybody knows podcasting is the fastest and best way to get your message out and grow your business all at once. Although everybody knows this, nobody showed you what to do. Well, Podcast Nation is ready to do all the heavy lifting for you while you just deliver your message and grow. Join the nation and start your podcast today. Text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and make them hear your voice. Do you hear what I hear? That's the sound of your tribe, your audience, your people. That's the sound of your nation. The people who love to hear the sound of your voice as you bring your special message to them in your very own podcast. How do you get it to them? Let us handle that. We're Podcast Nation, and we make sure they hear your voice. Podcast Nation is a full-service podcasting firm that does all the hard work for you so you can be the talent and get your message to your people. Just text PODCAST to 929-244-4323 and talk to one of our staff on how you can get started with your very own done-for-you podcast. Or just go to PODCASTNATION.COM and get started today. That's P-O-D-K-A-S-T-NATION.COM. Your people are waiting on you. Make them hear your voice. PODCAST NATION. Welcome back to the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. That's a great point, Dave. Uh, very good point. Sometimes we get so nervous we forget to breathe. I think about scuba diving, and my wife and I are both avid scuba divers. We like to go on vacation and go scuba diving. We are we constantly see people that are panicking mm. in the water, and they always seem to panic really deep. Not really in the shallow, but as they're going deeper, they're panicking, they're panicking. And so they're breathing so quickly, they're using up all their oxygen mm. to the point where they're hyperventilating, they can't breathe, and they're panicking, their muscles are getting tight, they're sinking. So the, all this stuff happens and they get very nervous. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. When I begin my speeches, I like to do some deep breathing yeah. back at the stage. And even when I get into the front, the whole audience, and the crowd, I like to take a deep breath. I pause. And, we, and I think you and I will talk later on later episodes, the power of a pause. Yes. But it really comes down to, as you stated before, that deep breath. If you ever go to a speech and you hear somebody speak, the first words out of their mouth is really high pitch. Mm-hmm. They didn't have enough air in them. They're very yeah. nervous. Yeah. Taking a couple of deep breaths. Now, when you breathe, you have your normal voice mm. or a little bit deeper. Yeah. Not really high pitch. So you're absolutely correct about the breathing. Uh, it'll also help you not pass out on the stage. Right. Right. That's true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> you definitely don't want that to happen. And I'll tell you, in, a, in other episodes, we're going to talk about just your posture and your stance when you're speaking, when you're delivering presentations, because if you're not moving your body in a certain way, if you freeze up and your body becomes tense, you actually will pass out. I've seen people pass out on stage and we wonder what happened to them. Are they dehydrated? Are they sick? No, it's because their body tensed up. They were so nervous and they were trying to control it Mm -hmm. and they ended up passing out on stage. It's interesting. We talked about earlier the power of visualization and learning how to shift our thinking. You know, I want to throw this out as something that might be a little caveat for those of you that are checking out a podcast. The reason why so many people have fear when they're speaking, because they don't like being judged. Hmm. 
They don't like being looked at with that weird eye like this. Why are you looking at him? What do you have to say to me? You ain't got nothing to show me and you can't impress me. And you got to stop feeling like you're going to be judged. Quit mm. fearing judgment. Go from that person who feels like he's being judged or she's being evaluated to learning that you are a person who's bringing value. Yep. When you start seeing yourself different, you're going to be delivering different results. I hope that some of the things we talked about today have been helpful. We're going to actually do more episodes down the road. We're going to actually talk about different techniques, different strategies for conquering nerves. But I just want to give you kind of a, a what do they call that? Like a 20,000 foot view of how to look at conquering nerves in your life, how to look at handling different, different challenges that you're going to face. You've got to learn to implement the strategy that's going to work for you. You may hear this from me over and over again. If you're one of my workshops, I call it find your batting stance. You got to figure out which of these strategies are going to work best for you. It may not be all the things we talked about today, but find one, two, or three of these things that's going to work best for helping you to conquer your nerves. Anything else you want to add on that, Dan? Just want to recap today. The strategies that Dave and I were speaking about today to help you conquer your nerves. Know your topic. Yes. Get organized. Practice, 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 practice. Practice. Challenge your beliefs. Turn negative thought processes into positive truths. Challenge those specific worries. Visualize your success. Do some deep breathing. Mm. And then finally, shift your focus. So great topics, Dave. Just great little things that we could do in order to overcome and conquer our fears. Well, I want to thank all of you for listening to the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. I want to ask you to subscribe, become a supporter, follow us on our various platforms, including Instagram at DSP Leadership, and also at our website, dsbleadershipgroup.com, to learn more about our workshops, our trainings, and specifically what Dan and I are up to. We're going to see you at the next episode of the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and training. We will see you on the next episode of the DSP Leadership Speaking Podcast. Have a great day.